up, everybody? Welcome to Let's Talk Markets. I'm Pink, and I'll be your host, along with my co-host, Mr. Dave Lauer. So thanks for joining us. What's up, Dave? Hey, Pink. How you doing? Doing awesome. I was really getting into that talk you had with Gary Gensler last week. So on top of whatever else is on your mind, I am super excited to be uh, kind of going over that. That was a lot to ingest in like yeah. what, 45 minutes or an hour. You, you really crammed a lot in there. So super excited to be talking about that. What, what was that like? So now you've talked to him twice. Um, do you feel like you're getting somewhere talking to to Gary one on one? You know, I I, I think so. I, I think it's a really. I mean, I I think it's a big deal. I, and and I know that um, I, I've seen the reaction online from individual investors who who appreciate it. But I can tell you, I've I talked to a lot of people in the industry, and a lot of them are amazed that he's even doing it. And yeah. they really they respect the content. I. I've, I've gotten, you know, people, some people don't think we're, we ask hard enough questions. I, I assure you people in the industry are kind of shocked at some of the questions that, you know, he's, that are being put to him. And, and he, I, I think he's a great, he's a great sport about it. Like he, he seems to want to really engage. Um, and he, he likes explaining things. I think he could do a better job of, you know, providing uh, deeper answers like he's a he's a politician yeah, the politician in him he's definitely a squared answer you know yeah, getting yeah. right around those sure. hard-hitting questions but yeah but you know, you know it's really unique i think this is a unique situation to be in that um and i i, I keep using that word but it, it is somewhat unprecedented that um that he's willing to do this no no sec chair has done something like this before you know and that totally. he, he he's being it's and it's not just like a one-on-one -on -one thing. It's it's bringing in people to ask their questions, to have conversations, to provide information to him about what they care about. You know, I, I think it's great. We had a half-hour conversation on FTDs and DRS, um, and because that's what people care about. They wanna they wanna know that that the SEC is is aware of these issues. They wanna know. They want the SEC to know that individual investors are opting out of the system and why. Um, and they would like the SEC to address those issues. And, and I really think that it's going to make a difference. And, you, it, you know, you might not see it when you're watching the Q&A and you see him, you know, skirting around some things, but, but really listening and, and, and taking it in. But I think what you will see and what he offered, which we plan on taking him up on, is to have SEC staff engage directly with uh, the community to hear from them, to learn from them, to teach them, to talk to them. And, and, you know, that's, that's where I think real change happens when you can engage the staff of, of the SEC, um, and, 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 and provide them a different perspective, right? They, they are used to meeting with Robinhood and Schwab and E-Trade, and they are used to meeting with Citadel and Virtu and, and, you know, JP Morgan and Deutsche Bank, uh, they're not used to meeting with retail investors. And yet, exactly. you know, that's a, a major part of the SEC's mission and, and a major part of why markets have ended up designed as they are, uh, rightly or wrongly, the arguments that people like Bernie Madoff made when he was pushing for these kinds of regulations and this kind of system, well, these arguments said, this is the best thing you can do for the retail investor. And right. this is how to create a market that is so good for retail. And that's what Virtu and Citadel say, Robin and Schwab. They're like, this is, everything is great for retail, right? And then, you know, 
you bring in retail investors and they're like, what are these people talking about? Exactly. Everything is not great. Yeah. <laughs> Exactly. And we're pulling up in our flip-flops eating a banana and we're like, hey, can we sit at this table and, you know, have a real conversation about our, our, our own opinions? It's, you know, we, we we don't get political on this show. We won't be. Uh, but it is it is very similar to, you know, any political situation where you're trying to create effective change and real change and just just getting to, you know, the politicians and the people in charge is a major accomplishment. That's a roadblock down that you know, a, a lot of people in situations don't get an opportunity that, that just doesn't come along every day. So yeah. absolutely just having a seat at the table to get to speak and, and plant these little earbugs in his in his mind, even if Gary Gensler's not uh, responding directly to the things that we're bringing up to him, um, we're at least getting into his head. And yeah. I like that. I like yeah. that we're we're getting, um, you know, kind of the Reddit hive mind has broken <laughs> the walls because that's that's where we met. And that's where, you know, a lot of people are familiar with with us from is through Reddit. So um, I like to see that bleeding out now into into regulation because yeah, it definitely uh, all that energy applied can create super effective change. It's, it's so, you know, and, and this is how it happens. And it's never as fast as people want it to be. But, you know, slowly brick by brick, right, inexorably, we're, we're, we're pushing forward. And the SEC is pushing forward with some really big changes. And some very powerful firms are pushing hard against those changes. Um, and, you know, the, I think he was very clear about that point in both, both times that we sat down with him. He said, the SEC hears from these firms. They hear a lot from these firms. These firms yeah. have DC lobbyists, you know, they have, they have government relations offices, they've got full staffs working on these issues, making yeah. sure the SEC hears from them. And, you know, the fact that now the SEC is hearing directly from retail and the fact that retail can, it cares enough to come into comment files of new rule proposals and really flood those comment files uh, is a big deal. And every comment matters. Everyone counts. And so, you know, I think he was looking to us. He wants, he wants these rule proposals to pass. There's no doubt Absolutely. about it. Right? Yeah. And, and he knows that he needs the support of individual investors and that that's the X factor here. That's what hasn't been a part of this process in the past. And that's the thing that can make the difference here. I really think he sees that. And I think that's why he's engaging with us. And I, I just think that's awesome. Yeah. I mean, we can't be ignored at this point. And, you yeah. know, we being just the greater retail investment community, it's it's amazing to watch it go from what was accused of being a small echo chamber for a while and, you know, conspiracy theorists and all of this to now, you know, MOAS or no MOAS, we need to create change. This is really what what it's all about in the at the end of the day is this can't happen again. Um, you know, yeah. we've uncovered so much in the last two plus years, people like you've been, you know, in this for decades, but um, um, it's just crazy to see it go full evolution now to uh, to now facing these issues head on and, you know, talking to them about PFOF and things that it's like that does not work in our markets anymore. So yeah. and how do you like him uh, teasing that they go on Reddit and they read the research? Listen, we it's crazy to think that like, you know, in the last two years we were we were 
conspiracy theorists again it's like you felt a little bit like you know tinfoil hat but it's like i think the sec actually reads what we're saying like they're they're responding in their own way and now that we're having this direct conversation with them and them confirming that is i mean that's exciting because that's it's in, the fact that we are engaging outside of our little bubble that that means that we're we're headed in the right direction the fact that they're responding um and also a saying that gets thrown around a lot in the community that you know in in any in gaming you come across an enemy then you're going in the right direction right, right? so yeah. uh, that opposition is good yeah. um and i'm i'm with you that i think i think gary he, yes he's um one of them in a lot of ways uh, that's how it looks to, you know, your everyday person, your everyday investor. Uh, but also I think he's, he sees what's wrong. He knows what's wrong. He's been talking about it since, you know, pre 2008. Uh, but he just needs us to back him up. Like you said, that's, that's yep. the real X factor. And if we could turn Reddit and Twitter comments into sec comments, they would be blown away at yep. the, you know, the engagement. So I think, sure. and, I think it's great. Know, Last week it wasn't just about Gensler, but there, you know, John Stewart on, had a, his first live stream, and he chose for his first live stream to cover this topic and to focus on it. And I thought um, the other guest on there, David Diane, was was really great, and and he said something, you know, to that point. He was like, you know, and he's clearly he's a skeptic, you know, as John is of 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 regulators of the SEC. Everyone is, and you know, right. I'm certainly one too. Um, but he, you know, he made the point. He's like, you would not have seen anything like this coming out of Jay Clayton's SEC. He, Jay Clayton was the SEC chair before Gensler. He's like, you wouldn't have seen anything like this coming out of Obama's administration. You know, this is really, it's really unique. It's, it's unusual to have uh, the SEC willing to take on these powerful firms and, and, and willing to do it because you know, they want to improve markets and they're willing to take the flack from the industry and they're willing to get sued and invest, you know, substantial resources out of what is a limited pool uh, to push really transformative changes in markets. Um, and I, I think that was a really excellent observation on his part um, because it, it does speak to whatever you think of, of Chair Gensler, you know, whatever you think of his background and, you know, what, what he has done or not done up until now. Uh, it doesn't change the fact of, you know, what are the actions that he's taken and, and you know, re reforming markets uh, to to make them competitive, to open them up and to get all of these, all of this trading out of the wholesalers in the dark markets and into onto lit exchanges where they impact the MBBO and where, you know, that that pressure can be felt, uh, I, you know, that that's a big deal. Right. And, and even the acknowledgement right of you know the fact that what a, a quarter or a third of of retail trades are going to the dark markets you know just the acknowledgement from him is something i think and and we need to crawl before we walk and walk before we run yeah, right as yeah. far as as far as change goes and um not demanding too much and just being satisfied with with what we're getting the feedback that we're getting from him and and doing what they're asking engaging with them directly yeah. that's that's so vital um you know so many movements, so to speak. I always hesitate to refer to this as a movement. Some people do, but um, it is in a lot of ways. But anyway, um, whenever things start to gain momentum, you know, one or another wrench gets thrown into the spokes and, and it kind of dissolves. And I mean, look at 
you know, Wall Street, that Occupy Wall Street in 2008. Um, mm. You know, something always comes along that kind of uh, makes people lose their steam. And that's not happening with this. You know, people, if anything, are gaining momentum. We're, you know, discovering more about DRS. We're talking more about FTDs and talking about these things that really would create the most effective change, the most immediate change. Um, that's in, that's really encouraging to see, and I hope we don't lose that steam. And that's kind of what we're working towards. You know, you're working towards with we, the investors, you know, through Irvin Education and um, through, I know, like YDRS.org. I'm really into what those guys are doing and getting yeah. that message out. Um, it's just really awesome to see. Like this is this is becoming something besides essentially a Reddit community, you know, yeah. or a Twitter yeah. community. So. Right. No, I mean, people are fed up. And they wanted to see things change quickly, and you know it's 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 a good thing things don't change quickly because you, right. you want it to change quickly because you have a vision for how it could change in a good way. But a lot of people have a vision of how it could change to benefit them, and if it changed quickly, uh, you know when you're not paying attention, they might be able to quickly change it. So you know, I, what I think people have learned over the the years now is that. You know there is a process to engage in and um you know that there's a reason there's that, that 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 process exists and it's to make sure everyone gets heard and that regulators try and make the best choices that they can um and i think when people saw it not changing quickly you know you, you saw multiple reactions in the community and, and right one reaction is certainly you know forget this you know that let's just blow the whole system up and 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 we need revolution and and you know I, I, it's almost like i don't even necessarily disagree with that i don't think it's likely i don't think it's a practical solution right but, you know, people are welcome to do that and they're welcome to work hard to, to 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 change this to transform the system if that's what they want but i think you know the majority saw okay you know we can't change it overnight but that we can change it over time and yeah. let's do what we need to do and let's stay engaged and let's work hard just like the other side is um, and we'll beat them at their own game. And, you know, I, I think that's where we're at. And, and I just, I couldn't be happier about it. I, exactly. I amazing thing that people care and they're engaged now and, and we are changing the system because of that. But it's a paradigm shift, right? Like in, in, in retail investors, it's, it's gotta be a paradigm shift because, you know, the the market makers and the hedge funds and everybody they don't they don't have lobbyists and all of this that just play one game of ball and then go home like take yeah. their ball and go home they're at this always like you said this is this is a budgeted expense annually on all of their you know all of their annual budgets that says we've got to you know keep things keep the status quo yeah. and okay. we have to stay at the table we can't just say okay well we played a great game this week you know, that's it. Let's hope things change. I mean, this is, this is an ongoing, you know, shift, like I was saying. So I don't, it's just so important to keep that mindset as a retail investor that wants to see that happen, yeah. that okay. we keep chipping away at this and we don't lose steam. So. Yeah. I, I mean, that's it. You know, I, again, like John Stewart said it last year in the, the Twitter space after the episode came out, uh, you know, he said they're counting on on us to to lose stamina, to mm -hmm. to give up, um, and go home. And as long as we don't do that, you know, we're going to see things change the way we think that they should. Because we're going to, you know, I I think we're right. I, I think we're here with the right ideas and the right arguments, 
and and even better is that this movement is is you know what you would call independent it's it's not like it's a movement that is advocating for changes that will benefit and you know the people involved like it doesn't matter to Irvin any which way you know how the market works essentially um, it doesn't matter to most individual investors really any which way um, you know the the the, the changes are. It, 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 it's, it's like it, it maybe it's not that it doesn't matter to individual event, but it's like the, the market improving is the thing that individual investors want to see. And that's the thing I want to see. And, right. you know, all of these other firms who are pushing back against those changes are doing so because it threatens revenue streams. And, and, and that's not our that's not the case here. And that's a pretty unique position to be in as well. Absolutely. It's it's a it's a new age way of going about about yeah, change because people care, right? like people people discovered all of this and 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 they you know they thousands of hours volunteered and people yeah, poured right, thousands exactly. upon thousands of hours of of due diligence and you know educating each other and sharing knowledge and, and cross-referencing and you know just everything coming together so organically yeah it is it is um a revolution of sorts and yeah. i think that's awesome because yeah, we right. we're not we're not the paper traders of the 1940s and 50s and you know yeah. like we don't gosh most investors don't even know how things used to work or where terms like the direct registration system or you know what what paper certificates yeah. really are or how how things used to work or you know why is it t plus two why not t plus zero um which you know we can get into in a little bit but yeah. it's just it's it's a new age of investing from a generation that has always had technology at our disposal. So we expect things to keep up with that, but you know, to play fair, we want transparency. So yeah, no, that's right. And, and I think that's, that's the difference maker is that, that, you know, these, this new generation that has come into the market cares about things. It's not strictly, let's say, you know, a, a, a dollars and cents issue like it has been for, you know, the boomers and such, right? They, they, they generally only care about one thing, ruining the world and making money, right? But like, <laughs> right. Yeah. Bleed it dry, uh, put it in my pocket. Yeah. Let me tell you how I feel about boomers. But no, no offense <laughs> to the boomers listening, because I'm sure you're all awesome. It, hey, you're never really too old to, to hold, okay? Um, <laughs> <laughs> right? But, but like, there's no doubt that, the, you know, younger generations, Gen Z, millennials, like they care about, uh, issues around governance. They care about fairness in, in ways that these others haven't. And, and that's, yeah. again, um, you know, that's the paradigm shift that I think we're witnessing. And it's, yeah. I think it's just a great thing. That's awesome. I mean, that's, we, you know, we care about what's being left to us, the, the markets we're inheriting, the economy that we're inheriting and, and, um, you know, we have opinions about that. So it's yeah. great to be able to share them. And, and, yeah. you know, we, the investors, especially facilitating that conversation. Um, I'm just, I can't, I I'm, I'm so 100% behind it. And, you know, anybody that knows me as, you know, pink cats on acid or whatever, they know I was skeptical of you. I was skeptical, skeptical of urban. I was, you know, I'm, I was kind of one of the ultimate like Reddit skeptics for a while and you and I had a lot of, of great discourse that was, you know, we, we put it all out there of, you know, what are we really trying to do? What is this really about? Got on the same page about this is about creating change. This isn't just about, um, 
cliques and subcommunities, and you know, it's so much bigger than all of that. So, yeah, um, right. I'm I'm hoping that the greater community comes around to that as well and realizes that this is the direction to go, regardless of what happens with an individual stock or a basket of stocks or, or what have you, that this is about a much bigger picture. So yeah, I, I hope so. You know, like I, I think markets matter, right? I, th I think that you want capitalism to function and it's not a great system, but it is unfortunately the best one we figured out so far. Um, you know, it, it can only function when markets function properly, when, when right. free markets that reflect supply and demand and that are able to allocate resources based on that. And, and I'm, a, you know, I mean, just philosophically that I, I'm a big believer in that, uh, always open to be sh being shown a better system. Yeah. Uh, but until then, let's, you know, let's understand that like this stuff matters and it matters because it has real world impacts, right? It, it, it affects companies' ability to raise money, which affects their ability to hire people. And that affects people's livelihood. It affects economic growth. It, it, you know, it's, it's got these, these knock-on effects that, that matter in the real world. And so like we talk about all this arcane stuff about you know, regulation and rules and all, and all of this, but, but when it comes down to it, it's because we want a, an efficient economy that hires, you know, that where people have not just jobs, but actually good jobs and ones that pay well. And, and to do that, you know, companies need to be able to raise money and be valued properly. And, and that valuation needs to reflect, you know, the, the health of the business and the supply and demand for, you know, the shares of the company. So absolutely, so I, I think when, if people can, can see that bigger picture, um, it can help to put into context the, the little stuff that we, we tend to focus on. Totally. And I mean, we, <laughs> Gary Gensler mentioned having like 1300 enforcement officials on his, uh, payroll and they still can't seem to get it right like uh it's it's gonna take us it's gonna take the retail um army of individual investors to to really make this happen to really make this change because um you know there's a lot of jokes about reddit about how how the sec employees spend their time uh, you don't have to look far but you know whether that's yeah, a, what, a good reason you know, sure. yeah but exactly. you know I mean, 1,300, when in the grand scheme of things, that's not that much, right? Like there are hundreds of thousands of people, uh, millions on, on social media that that are really tuned in and focused on this stuff. And and honestly, like pe people always say, well, why does the SEC need us to do their job? You know, but it can help. It helps. Like it helps uncover stuff. It helps alert the S you know, regulators to issues. Um, and there are other issues in markets, like other in other securities that you know, regulators probably weren't paying attention to. And the fact that social media was uh, made regulators start to look and start to focus on them. And I, that's a good thing. And the more you shine the light on that, the less they can ignore it, right? Yeah, I mean, they, they can't ignore a million retail investors saying, hey, look over here, this is really messed up. We don't like this. So yeah, um, right. I, I think that's, you know, regulation, of course, is key. We see that in things happening in Ohio that, you know, it's, it's so important to yeah. stay engaged with our politicians, with our regulators. And, you know, your, your civic duty doesn't end with your vote. Your civic duty doesn't end with your, um, with your investment in the market. If you want to be involved in the markets, your, your duty and your due diligence doesn't end there. You have to create that change and stay involved you know, whether it's writing your senator or it's writing your regulator, stay involved and and speak up, speak out about these things but that you're learning, that you're uncovering. Saying that um, democracy is not a is not a um, 
it's a, it, it's not a, uh, there's, it's like not a participation sport or, or there is a participation sport. Like you can't just sit on the sidelines and watch. I Absolutely. Should have, I should have looked up the, the quote before. <laughs> but you, then, but you know what I mean? Like, you know, it, 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 you can't just like free ride and hope everything's going to work out. You know, exactly. When you do that. These firms just step in and they are very powerful and, you know, they hold a lot of sway and there's, you and know, they make a lot of money off of you not speaking up. Exactly. Um, and there are all sorts of issues around campaign finance and the regulatory revolving door. And, you know, everything conspires against the average person. And if we want to change that, which we do, you know, we got to show up day after day. Exactly. So how, how, how do we do that? We, we make SEC, you know, we, we comment on proposals, we sign petitions. There's a lot of different ways to do that besides just commenting on, you know, posts on social media and things like that. But that's really important too. I mean, sharing, sharing things like that on social media is how we got here in the first place. So For sure. I know it is, it is important. And, and I think like all of that stuff from an advocacy perspective, you know, we can talk about with we, the investors, but like from an urban perspective, you know, I, I think our view is around education. You know, we want to teach people um, about these issues and about markets, and we want to level people up. And the more we can do that, um, you know, the more uh, compelling the comments become, the more involved people can get, the more they can understand where to focus their time and where not to, what's worth it and what's not. Um, and the, the better they can identify misinformation out there, because there's a lot of it and it's coming from every side. Um, that's something that I have seen so much of. Uh, and there are lots of bad players at work trying to do all sorts of things, both monetize the, the individual investor movements, um, you know, try to paint them in a bad light because they don't want their comments to hold weight because they want to preserve the status right. quo. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot going on right now a lot of undercurrents especially as all this comes to a head um and so the best thing for individual investors i believe is that they're educated so that they can spot that kind of thing and that they have a trusted source of data of course which is <laughs> you know what we're trying to build here um because you know we want you to have the best data and we want you to know the most about markets so that you can protect yourself because when it comes down to it you know uh, you can't you can't trust anyone to protect you Unfortunately, right. Right? you are your own advocate. I mean, yeah, I, I tell right. my children that I, you know, that's, that's a key piece of advice for, you know, a life pro tip. Yeah. You know, and, and it's unfortunate, but regulators don't operate on that time scale. Right. You know? and, and, and bad actors know that and they, they take advantage of it. And so, mm -hmm. you know, the more you understand, the more, you know, <laughs> <laughs> insert rainbow. Yeah. Wait, wait. <laughs> You know, the, the better equipped you are to to handle that kind of thing. Absolutely. And I'm really proud of what we're doing with that. You know, yeah, we, we being the urban team, we being the greater, the greater community. I just, I couldn't be more proud as someone who, you know, was just a member in wall street bets a long time ago. And it came all the way, you know, to this It's just, it makes you, makes you really proud to be a part of it. So yeah, that's right. So, um, so that brings us to, um, the end of this week, I think we we covered a lot of ground here, and I really enjoyed kind of recapping the week. We will be doing this weekly, so uh, we've got a lot of topics that we could still bring up from this. The Gary Gensler was talking about, you know, 
shortening the settlement time. Hmm. We could talk all day about that. Um, but I really enjoyed just kind of getting to touch base with you today and um, see what it's all about. Yeah, me too. I think this is fun. And, you know, we've got plenty of time. So, um, you know, we're going to try and keep these to, I guess, 20 to 30 minutes to, you know, to make it digestible. And we'll, we'll dive deep into some issues and, you know, we'll focus on regulation. We'll focus on markets. We'll focus on, um, you know, what's going on at Irvin. And, uh, you know, so this will be a fun thing to do each week. Absolutely. Looking forward to it. So thanks right. everybody for joining us. Thank you, Dave. And uh, we'll see you guys next week. Yep. Thanks everyone. Bye-bye.